Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Porter Built Podcast. Today we were able to be joined by Chans, as usual, and we also had Braden Saunders come in and step in. Today's topic, we talked about being a dad, being an example, trying to hit the gym and being healthy, being an example of eating. Uh, it was such a fun time to, to have the two of us sit down with Braden and get his mind as well. I will say up front, we had some technical difficulties. The app kept stopping and pausing about five minutes every time. So there was a few times where Braden was talking and cut out for a few seconds. So be aware of that. Other than that, it's a great listen. Hope you enjoy. I don't know. Sometimes I'm not. You're not helping. Okay. So I just read a statistic to start off. Um, 70% of new dads are overweight and unhealthy. I believe that. You believe that? Mm-hmm. So, Easily. what has gotten, what, like, so Braden, you're here. How does that help you, like, as a dad, what drives you to be healthy? Well, I think, uh, one, I want to set a good example for my kids. I, I do believe, you know, our bodies are a gift and I think they should be taken care of. But additionally, I, so I think there's an example portion of it. And then I think there's a, kind of, I want to be able to do the things that my dad did with me growing up. We went water skiing, we went mountain biking, we went uh, snowmobiling, camping, horseback riding. And I feel like to do a lot of those things, you need to be physically able to do it. What do you do? Chancey, I know you are a pretty big dad. What do you do to kind of stay healthy? Obviously, you want the gym. Um, I try to just eat whatever my kids eat. So, I'm I'm pretty uh, strict with my kids, so I do the same thing pretty much. So <clears throat> my kids like don't really know what good food is, I guess, in the form of like cheating and stuff like that for the most part. Which you know my dad would say um, is very rude because kids need to be kids. But like my kids have never had pop or anything like that, so we're pretty strict with them, just because um, we want them to stay healthy and kind of create good habits. And if down the road, if he's ten or eleven and he wants to have the pop, cool, whatever. But my thought is kind of like, you know, if they start out young and they start out drinking a ton of water or whatever the case may be, then they're probably not going to crave a lot of stuff for the most part because it's kind of habit building. So then we just try to stay that same way. Like it's kind of like counterintuitive if, you know, I uh, make my kids eat berries and I'm over there eating a Big Mac or something like that. So I just try to, you know, whatever they eat, I eat for the most part. And then they don't ask like, well, how come you can have this and I can't? How come it's okay for you and not for me? Because then you have to have this. It's like... The whole adage of do as I say, not as I do. Like, I'd rather them just, you know, look at what I do and then be able to follow it. Right. <clears throat> so do you, Brayden, you have your kids, Steve? Um, are they doing sports and things like that? Uh, they do. They're not, like, super, super into it right now. The, the biggest thing at my house right now is riding around on bikes and playing out on jungle gyms and playgrounds and stuff. But, you know, they have... Sports has been a huge part of my life, and and actually that's probably the biggest thing that my dad and I did together uh, growing up. So, you know, I hope that eventually we get to that. But, like, right now they'll run around. They'll play, like, rec league. They'll play soccer or basketball or flag football. But um, T-ball's been a big one, too. But we're not, I don't think, at the stage at the Saunders house where sports are king quite yet. So do you do anything at your house to try to, like – to be an example besides, obviously you come to the gym, what else do you kind of do at home? Yeah, I think we we do our best to eat healthy. Haley is uh, the cook at my house. I'm not so much. Um, 
talented in that regard. I mean, hey, I can cook up a mean grilled pork chop, but besides that, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, cuisines being made by me. But we we do do we do try to eat healthy and set that example as well. I mean, I have my occasional soda or my occasional double stuffed Oreos with milk. Freaking love them, but uh, you know, we 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 also try to set good examples of what a healthy eating style is for our kids because i think i mean it's just my opinion but i think that's the biggest mm -hmm. reason people are you know struggling to be in shape so i'm gonna i'll ask you both the question we'll start with chance like what do you why do you think people why do you think dads get so overweight what, what helps them prevent them um, from being healthy i think it's um probably it's easier um i mean i look at like the normal person right like I mean, I'm not the normal person because of my job, right? This isn't like a normal job. But the normal person gets up, takes their kids off to work, or take their kids off to school. They get ready for work. They do work all day. They come home. If they have time, right, they get done at like three or four or whatever. If you have time, you got to either do chores or you got to keep up with kids' homeworks or you got to go to games. Like it's just a busy time in life. And then you got to eat dinner, get them ready for bed, all that stuff. So it's kind of hard to find time. Um, but the way I see it is like, you know, you just got to – I mean, it's like the old saying, you just got to kind of make time. But I just look at it of like, um, <clears throat> you know, it's like if you were going through a, a struggle in your life and you just decided to give up. And then when your son's 16 and he's having a struggle, I guess kind of lead the way for the most part. Right. Like if if it's hard, well, welcome to life. Life is hard. You know, you have to kind of do hard things if it's important to you, which I think it should be like. I think you get to a point where when you're 30 or 40 or whatever, your whole goal is like, dude, I just want to stay healthy for my kids to be able to do stuff with them, to be able to go hiking or go play catch with them or whatever the case may be, right? Carry them up the stairs, whatever whatever it is. And I think that um, it just has to be a priority. And it has to be, even if it's not fun, it's not fun to get up at five in the morning, but you do it because that's the only time you can do it and you make the sacrifice to do it. Yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think, you know, the being a good dad is exhausting. It's yeah, hard. It's it tiring. Being a good mother on top of that, it's probably even more so. I will shout out to my wife. She does way more than me, and I'm exhausted, so I don't know how she does it. But just it raising a human being is hard. So I think, you know, there's that. And then on top of it, you have the, the responsibilities to provide. I, I, I can see why people don't want to put the extra effort in to go work out for a half hour a day or an hour a day or whatever, just cause dude, I got so much other crap to do and it's hard to find know, that time. It is hard to, to make time for it, but and I think you need to remember that you're not, you are raising kids, but you're not raising kids. You're raising adults. So you need to do adult things to show them what adults do, right? Like if you want your kid to open up a door for your wife, you need to open up the door for your wife. You can't just treat your wife like garbage and then expect your kid to just treat every girl amazingly, you know? So I think, like, sometimes you just have to understand that, at least this is the way I think of it. When I became a parent, I accepted the fact that the things that I want to do, I'm probably not going to be first choice. Oh, I want to go have a vacation and just sit and watch TV all day. Well, yeah, that may be something that I want to do, but it's not going to happen on a Saturday when my kids have soccer games and then I got chores I got to do and then my kids want to go do what an activity or whatever the case may be. Like, it's just not all about you anymore. So I think that when you become a parent, you have to accept the fact that like, <laughs> dude, you have to do things you don't want to do and some things you don't want to do is probably 
you know, um, working out in the morning when you don't really want to, because that's what you have to do in order to be set a good example for these kids. If you want these kids, if you want these kids to be healthy, you have to do healthy habits. You can't just expect these kids to just wake up eating, you know, Twinkies every day and then expect when they're 40 to like eat vegetables and fruits and, and grains are, and, and protein, you know, like it's just not going to happen. Do you think it's worth carving out the time? So, like, for myself, if I'm thinking in the morning, like, obviously I try and come in the morning every, you know, 5.30, 6.30, or 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, try and get here to do that. But if something's coming up and I'm like, I'm trying to figure this out, is it worth carving out that time in the evening to, like, say I'm just going to take that hour. I'm going to go hit the workout and come home. I think if, um, um, if it helps you become a better parent, then yes. If you feel like it's going to make it more stressful, then maybe you just do something quick at home. Like, because I think everyone should do something every single day. Right. You should either walk or like if you don't want to come to the gym, you should go and do something. Go on a freaking walk with your kids as they ride the bike or go hike to the end or go do something. You know, go up to Snow Basin and hike or do something, I think, just to at least get out of the house and move. <clears throat> but like for me, if I didn't come to the gym, like Tasha could even tell you, like I would be more honoring. So I would come to the gym regardless. Right. And my kid, I mean, in my case, my kids are they from the time they were born they have been to the gym every single day of their lives so this is like used they're used to it and this is normal for them so they are not bothered by coming to the gym right they love coming to the gym and playing and seeing all the kids and if we don't go to the gym they're like angry at me that we don't go to the gym so it's normal for me but for some parents it's probably difficult to like bring your kid here for the hour when they're fighting you and you don't want to do it but i think if it helps your mental sanity and that helps you be a better parent and more patient and more kind and you know, you get an hour where you are away from the world and you can do your stuff, then yes, you need to. Yeah, I would agree. I think I'm to the point, well, in, in my lifestyle that I've kind of, you know, it's become a habit to come to the gym. And when I don't go, be it, you know, I, I, I try to be here four times a week at the minimum. If I don't get that, I, I, I feel unfulfilled, My I guess, mm -hmm. or, or like yeah. there's a noticeable thing missing that then I... I, I notice just everything doesn't go as good. Maybe it's just that habit that, you know, my habits are thrown off or, or whatever. But, um, no, I think I think there's definitely value added, even if it's in the afternoon for an hour or in the evening. Um, I, I tend to like to come a little earlier if I can help it. Luckily, I have a job that allows me pretty – it's – yeah, I, I – I just think it's, it's important to keep it up. Awesome. I think one thing I was thinking about too is we're talking about like exercise things and you, you touched on it nutrition wise. I can tell like if I'm getting stressed, I start not eating and then mm -hmm. it makes things worse. Right? I can't keep up with my kids. I'm getting irritable with my kids. Yeah. Like keeping up on nutrition is one of those bigger things too. I don't know. Like Braden, what do you do at home for nutrition? -wise? I know you talked about it a little bit. Yeah. I actually, Taylor helped me and Haley out. Um, a while back and we've just kind of been keeping up on it a little bit. I don't think I'm the standard of hitting my, my macros and getting all my protein and all that stuff, but like we, it's, we're at least conscious of it. So we try to have a good, um, you know, a good helping of your protein, a good helping of your carbs and your fruits and all that, uh, mumbo jumbo. We, we try to just have a good good portion, a good portion of it all, and again, it's mostly Haley's fault. If if I was left to myself, I'm not very good at it. I'd have Oreos every day, and probably cereal, and something microwavable. It's, I'm not. 
you know. So as long as a noticeable difference. as long as the box is, it's got pr- it's high in protein. You're fine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know for our kids, like they they'll sit at the table and they'll be like, "Does this have protein in it? Does like chicken have protein in it or something?" And we're like, so we're yeah. kind of walking that balance. Where we want to have, make sure they have a healthy um, relationship with food, like they know what's healthy, but they're also not like so like, oh, I need to watch what I eat because I want to like I want to look good. Yeah, I don't know how you my kids that. don't think about that. My kids just uh, well, they just don't eat that much sugar, so when they do, they get sick. So then when they're not feeling good, they'll just be like, hey, is this good for you? Is this going to make me feel better? And it's like, well, it probably won't make you feel that much better. And then they just kind of know that like, oh, okay, I probably shouldn't have much of it because they don't like kids don't like getting sick. Right. So if you have an upset stomach and <clears throat> like there's been times when, you know, we'll go to my parents' house or, and, or somewhere. We'll go to Tasha's parents' house or whatever for a holiday and they have a ton of junk food or whatever it is. Dude, the next day they'll like be up puking. You know, and it could be because they have a sensitive stomach, who knows, but it just kind of helps them or it makes them feel like, man, I just don't want to eat a ton of junk because it's just not going to sit well with me, you know, and that's kind of what we do. But we don't have a lot of stuff in the house for them to like, I mean, I keep it simple. If it's not in the house, you don't have to freaking worry about it. Like if I have uh, Milky Ways all around, of course, that's all they're going to want. But like. Probably the worst thing that they have is cereal, dry cereal every morning, which Tasha's like talked about how she wants to get rid of it, which is fine. I don't care. But like them to them treats is like berries and grapes and string cheese. And I think stuff that's like very that. abnormal. Uh, say so. Good job. Yeah. But I but I think it was just because it was like I never put the options in the house. Right. It was never an option. It, and it was like, um, like, you know, at some points they would want treats and I'd be like, dude, beat it. You had cereal. That was your treat. Like you had cereal for breakfast. That was your treat. You don't need more treats. And I think it's just, uh, I just think, um, I got a lot of flack from my dad when I started out cause I wouldn't let him have candy and stuff like that. And my dad was like angry with me and he was just like, dude, you're just ruining this kid's life. And I'm like, dude, this kid, they have the memory of, or like they have the bandwidth to focus for like 10 seconds. So they may be mad at me. And then after being angry with me for a minute, they've like moved on. And then you don't have to worry about that fight. You know, yeah. and then because I think if you start to give your kid a treat, at least for my kids, like this is a perfect example. Easter, Easter morning, they wake up, they ate a bunch of candy because that's what you do on Easter. The next day, Reyes woke up and he's like, hey, I want candy for breakfast. I'm like, nah, that's not how it happens. He's like, but it happened yesterday. Why can't we do that? It's like <laughs> one day he already wants his habit for me. Like it's that quick. And I just think if you go down that and you do it for, you know, a year of stuff like that, dude, it's so hard to break. So I am, I, my thought process was like just stop it from day one and then they haven't created the habit and then it's an easier battle i think i just one other comment on that is i think um i have an uncle who's always really talked about being a well-rounded individual and what you do professionally individually or at the gym or you know spiritually whatever i think falls right in line with with eating i think Mm -hmm. hey man like for me my kids yeah haven will come up to me dad tweet okay, here you go. Have whatever you want. Um, but like moderation, I think is okay. Just, yeah. No, I, every kitchen will wake up. Every- like there, there was a, a time when like, we wouldn't let them, uh, we were like almost too strict. Like we would go to birthday parties and they would not eat the cake and they would not eat ice cream. I was like, no, they're not going to do that. 
And then after a while, I was like, dude, they need to be like, we need to give them a little leeway. Yeah. So like, you know, there'll be times when, Hey, you know, I'm like, Hey, I want to go get a shake. And I'm Mm. like, well, if I'm getting a shake, I'll give my kids a little ice cream. Like I'll buy them a little ice cream. Cool. Um, but it's not like every weekend it will be like once a month or something like that. Or if we have a birthday party, it's like, yeah, go for it. As long as you eat your food, you can have cake and ice cream. And if you don't eat your food, like that's not my problem. I'm not going to give, that's the biggest thing is like, I'm just not going to give in. If they want to have the cake and ice cream, then they need to eat the food. And if they don't eat the food, then that is not my problem. And I'm not going to feel bad for you and give you cake and ice cream because you didn't eat. Like, you know what the rules are. But where before we would have been like, doesn't matter what you do. You can beg, cry, plead, eat all your food. You are not having the cake and ice cream. And I think once we've done that, it's kind of like you've given them a taste of what it's like, which is good because I think if, if they never, it's kind of like a person, I think of it because sugar is like a drug, right? It's like a person who's, who's never tried a drug and then they try the hardest drug in the world, chances are they're going to become so addicted to it. And that's can kind of what it'd be like with ice cream or with candy and stuff like that. Like if they never have it and then at 12 they have it, dude, they can just freaking go crazy yeah. on it. And well, then it's just like you're on the opposite spectrum of they're so on that realm of drinking 17 pops a day and eating all this candy because they were deprived of it forever, you know? So it's like a hard balance. Yeah, I, I don't mean to con- – I don't know how long you want to go, but – I, uh, it kind of reminds me of like my, my experience, like growing up, like that was kind of how it was. I could have a treat every once in a while. I, I was very active, played a lot of sports, was always outside running around and, um, you know, so like it was okay if I wanted to have a bowl of ice cream after dinner on Sunday at grandma's house. Great. Or like have a candy bar or whatever. But I remember when I left, my mom did a good job of, you know, giving us good meals and getting us fed well growing up i went to college dude i was like Mom, <laughs> yeah Wendy's, five dude, guys how much weight did you gain yeah the same oh, thing happened it, well so like much. luckily i was playing college basketball yeah. otherwise i would have been in trouble but, but i gained so much weight i yeah. felt like crap mm-hmm. all the time i couldn't figure out why yep. um later on luckily i was like hey, here's an idea why don't you eat better my mom called me she's like hey do you realize how much money you've spent like, have you seen your bank account lately? I'm like, no. Spend it all on freaking fast food. Dude, I, I was like, oh, well, maybe I should eat better. I went oh. to college with this one kid, and um, where we went in college, you could, like, you could pay for, you could either, like, whatever, buy your own food, or you could have, like, the cafeteria food and have, like, a card with money on it, you know? Yeah. And this kid's mom, like, put, I don't know how, thousands of dollars on it. And it was, like, at the end of the semester, <clears throat> you couldn't take any of the money, so you had to get you rid of it. So at the halfway point, he was like, dude, I have to get rid of all this money. Like, you just get whatever you want. And I remember I would grab, like, two Choco Tacos <laughs> every day, like two or three of them, and I would slam everything in sight because I was just trying to help him get rid of the money, you know? And looking at it now, I'm like, dude, I probably had, like, two or three of those a day. I remember I would buy, like, uh, these microwavable burritos from Walmart mm. and put ketchup on them, yeah. and I would eat, like, three or four of those a day. And I did that for, like, months. And then the same thing, you're like, man, I don't know why I'm gaining weight. Yeah, I feel like crap. I always feel like crap, dude. It's so yeah, weird. It's well, I, and, and I, I share that. The whole thing kind of reminds me of like you're kind of – you're teaching your kid discipline when, you know, like, hey, sometimes you got to do stuff you don't want to go to do. Yeah. You got to go to the gym. You got to make yourself sweat. You got to make your heart beat. Hey, sometimes you can't have that Twinkie or you yeah. can't have that brownie because eventually they're going to go be their own adult. Like <clears throat> you were saying, they're going to go out and they can have mm-hmm. whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think having the – the discipline foundation growing up from examples of your parents helps. I'll say 
my mom and dad did pretty good at that. So, all right. So to wrap it up though, really quick. <coughs> so I know Braden's got to get out of here too. Yeah. Um, I guess I should go make what, a living. <laughs> maybe. What is one thing you would advice you would give to dads, and that could be new dads um, and older dads, you know, to help kind of get on their journey, right? You know, we we have a bunch of members in here. They're they're working. A lot of them have that. I've started to get that. Um, if they don't already have their habit of coming, starting to get that habit. What advice would you give them, Braden? Do you have any advice? Well, I just think uh, the the cliche saying journey starts with one step, right? Like you don't focus on the mountain, you got to climb. It's just one step at a time. Or we had a coach in high school that said, you don't break a slab of concrete with one hit. It takes repetitive, diligent uh, swings at it to, to, to get it to break and be how you want. So, you know, I remember when I started CrossFit, I finished college, wasn't playing basketball anymore. I was a member at Vasa Fitness. I was going a couple times a week. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, oh, when did that happen? You know, like I'm a little bit bigger than I used to be. Um, my little brothers had started CrossFit up here and it was an easier transition for me to come here with them. But like, I, I knew something needed to change because what I was doing by myself wasn't working. I wasn't diligent enough to make myself go, but, um, you know, CrossFit at first, it seemed daunting to me, even having an athletic background where we did power lifts, we did, we did cardio. A lot of the stuff we do here was stuff that we did. So Anyway, it was, it was still even a little um, daunting to me, but I think if you can just get yourself through the door, take baby steps one step at a time, scale it, do what you got to do to just get yourself to come here and be diligent about it, I promise you'll be happy with how it ends. It's like, that, yeah, that, was, that would be my explanation. Just little baby steps at a time. And I would say um, mine would be, uh, if you're a father, then you're the leader of the house. And if you're a leader of the house, then you lead from the front, right? So that means when you're a leader, you probably do things that aren't <coughs> the funnest, but you have to do them because that's the right thing to do. Um, so, you know, I would just think of it that way. Like if you want your kids to, and this is the way, some people don't think it's a big deal and that's fine. They don't have to think it's a big deal. Like I have family members that don't think it's a big deal and it's okay. I could care less, but I from experience watching kids who, a, a kid in high school, a boy that is 16 years old that cannot do a push-up, to me is a problem, right? It's just like, dude, how are, I mean, sometimes I just think like, dude, if you have to do anything manual labor, nobody's gonna wanna hire you. And even like in the world, if you talk to Aaron, he talks about how the military has lowered their standards because people are just so unhealthy that if they keep the same standard, that they can't be allowed in the army. And in order to get people, you have to lower the standards so you can get normal people because obesity is just so common and I just think it's kind of ridiculous that um that it's come that far that people are just like so anti they're just so I mean I'm gonna use the word lazy that they don't want to do hard things and I think that's the problem why I think that's why people are saying that there's more depression and more mental health problems and all that is because <clears throat> there is no challenge in their lives so then when a problem does happen it's like the end of the world to them right like if I had a Ferrari and I was growing up with millions of dollars and someone scratched my Ferrari, I would probably think that that's the worst thing in the world. But there's probably people in this world that have had way more harder things happen in their life that don't even have a Ferrari, right? It's just like your outlook of life. And if you never do hard things, you're never going to get used to doing hard things. Yeah. So I think sometimes if you want your kids to be able to, I would say, survive in this world and be able to handle challenges, 
you need to do hard things and you need to show them that you can do hard things. And sometimes eating correctly is hard. Sometimes not having the second piece of cake is hard. Sometimes not drinking the pop is hard. Sometimes, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. is hard. But those are the things you need to do if you want to set an example for your kids to show them that like leaders do hard things and that's what life is. Life is full of doing hard things. Yeah. Heaven knows like, I mean, okay, kids are watching you. Yeah, like your your kids are watching more than you think. Yeah, I mean, heaven knows. Sometimes I'm like, what? What do you? Why did you say that? Or why did you do that? Yeah, you do it, yeah. Dad. You do it. I'm like, yeah, slap in the face. Yeah. Like, man, like they're watching everything. And if you think that they don't notice you eating garbage or drinking pop, like they're just like, oh, when I'm older, I'm going to okay. do the same thing. Yeah. Like I'm doing it. You know, hundred percent. And I just think that that's if you want to be a. I just think those are like some things with parenting that you need to kind of be okay with. Only going. Okay. Well, that's we're just gonna wrap this up. That's it. Thanks, Braden. Thanks, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.